Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the Word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajima Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you want to open your Bibles quickly, reading to the book of Matthew, chapter number 26, the verse number 26. Even as we read the word of God, we are reading Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 to 29. Then we will read Luke chapter 22, the verse number 19 even to 20 19 to 20 Matthew chapter 26 26 verse 26 verse 26 to 29 to 29 and as they were eating Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said take it this is my body and he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink ye all of it for this is my blood of the new testament which is said for many for the remission of sins. Verse 29, But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Amen. Luke chapter 22, the verse number 19, And he took the bread and gave tongues, and broke it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given unto you. Do this even in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Sit down, palandosiously on the head of your enemies without any apology. Those of you who are sitting down already, you didn't sit on the head of your enemies, so your enemies are still standing, even by you. So you want to be obedient to the directions hallelujah so we want to talk about the importance of the blood even to the believer in the name of our lord jesus christ and even as we read from the book uh, in the book of matthew chapter 26 the verse number 26 the bible says that and when jesus christ was with his disciples they had gathered together and he took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said take and eat this is my body and as he took the cup he said that you know this is my blood also drink it drink it all of you it was you know specific it says that all of you should drink it hallelujah this is my blood all of you should drink it and the writer of luke you know luke was a physician so uh, he gave us uh, uh, more detailed information about events and stuff. Now, look, no, no, yeah, or yeah, but I saw a doctor, me, and he now, and then some day, or 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 coded. You understand? Or coded? Your type of look in the draw the book of Acts. It is a whole book of Acts now. To me, we say. Hallelujah. Uh, but Matthew, you know, or your two genie, uh, he was a tax collector. And I mean, uh, tax collectors, they are accountants. You know, they are very conscious of the money. 
and how they will do the calculations to balance their sheets. So they don't really pay attention to uh, certain things. Hallelujah. They also trying to say all his assets, you know, will be equal to his equity and his liabilities. Say balance it. On himself, no one no. Enti Matthew, Emma yeti asiye se Jesus Christo ne misu ya fua netnasi no. Ofa abo dona ofa moja wine no. Oshira so keke no demo. One can't try and say Jesus si ye ye adiye we enfantai kai. Hallelujah. Now so say a kind look in humana. Look made us understand that. You see, we are supposed to be doing this, you know, often time, even to remember our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, I mean, there is something that I want us to, you know, when we talk about the blood, uh, the blood is something essential in the human system. It's, it's, it's an essential, you know, uh, part or a fluid in the human body that, you know, supplies uh, necessary energies and supplies all the essential substances to all the parts of the body. That is why when a person, you know, doesn't have blood, the doctors, you know, begin to uh, become, you know, uh, they, 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 they begin to become, uh, that is the word, worried, uh, that, you know, the person is going to die. When you have shortage of blood, as an individual, you cannot live. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, let me get your response. Hallelujah. Yes. So the blood is a very essential, you know, uh, thing even in the human body. The same way the blood is also very essential even to the body of Christ and even to us as believers. And the Bible makes us understand that our bodies are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our bodies are the temple of the living God. So you and I, spiritually, we are God's body. Are you getting it? Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. So all the time we need blood to flow through that body, which is the temple of the Lord. And the blood that we need is not uh, the blood of bulls. It is not the human blood. It is not the blood of your mother and your father. It is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the blood that runs through the body that the living God has even given unto us. So Jesus Christ, you know, gathers with his disciples on the day that he was living even planet Earth and he tells them that, listen, this is the thing that we have to do before I depart because I am going to introduce you to something new. You have to understand that when he took the blood, he said that this is the blood of the new covenant. This is the blood of the new covenant so the blood of the new covenant there is a new living there is a new life that the lord jesus christ was going to introduce the saints the apostles to 
And as he was introducing them even to that life, there was a need that as their bodies, you know, were going to be transformed even into the temple of the Lord, there is a need that they have a certain blood that is without stain and is blemished even to flow through it. And that is how come Jesus Christ tells them that, listen, drink my blood and eat my flesh. You eat the flesh because there is a transformation that is about to take place. There is a new covenant that I am entering into, even with you people. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus says that two things in remembrance of me. And I want you to understand something. You see, when we talk about the blood of Jesus, especially with the Holy Communion, which is the blood of Jesus, the Holy Communion that we drink, it is symbolic of the blood of Jesus. It is a type of the blood of Jesus. So you notice that Jesus Christ said to his disciples, he says that, look, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine, even from now onwards. So it wasn't a human blood that he was giving to them. It was, uh, let's say, if it was in our day, we would say it was a grape juice or communion wine. That was what Jesus Christ was giving to his disciples, even to drink. And in our time and in our days, there are a lot of doctrines and a lot of things that have come up that restricts even believers, even from partaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. And some of the things that, you know, uh, have come up is that when you are sinful or when you are sin, you cannot drink the blood of Jesus Christ. And another thing too is that if you have not been baptized, you cannot partake in the blood of Jesus Christ. I want, you, I want to ask you a question. How many of the disciples of Jesus did you know that were baptized? when he was giving them the blood to drink. Yes, were they born again at that time? No. Were they saved at that time? No. These are questions that you need to ask yourself. It is arguable. We can say that maybe Andrew and his brother who were disciples of John, they were baptized. Because John was baptized. But Matthew that Jesus Christ called him when he was collecting tax. And he just followed him. Where was Matthew baptized? You see, there are some things that Christ doesn't even pay attention to. He just took, you know, these are guys who had character issues. These are guys who had, uh, you know, issues even with unbelief. And we look at Thomas. That guy was with Jesus and he has been doubting since. When Jesus Christ needed uh, bread and you know all that, Thomas says, the master, where are we going to even get, you know, all this for these people? The guy doubted sins. Even when the Lord has told them that I am going to die and I will resurrect again, he was still doubting. Look at Peter, somebody who pulls a knife and talks somebody's ear. After working with a man who tells them that, listen, you don't have to call fire from heaven to come and even destroy your enemies. It means that these were unper imperfect people. They weren't people, saints, who were 100% perfect, even to partake in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if, you know, you allow some of these things 
to hinder you from partaking in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be denied of a lot of benefits and importance that even accompanies even the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the first importance of the blood that we want to look at is that the blood of Jesus Christ helps us to remember our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It helps us to remember even the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, even on the cross of Calvary. Jesus Christ says that, listen, take my body, eat it. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, drink the blood, which is the blood of the new covenant. So when we partake even in the blood of Jesus, when we partake in the Holy Communion, we are doing this to remember the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ even unto you and I as believers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the first thing that Jesus Christ tells his disciples. That do this to remember me. There is a need that we remember where we are coming from and who has redeemed us. If we forget who has redeemed us and what has been done for us, that is why and that is how come we live our lives anyhow. So David hung this cloth even in his room so that anytime he sees it, he will remember where the Lord picked him from and how far the Lord has brought him. So we do this to remember the Lord. That is the first one. Luke chapter 22, the verse number 19. The second one is that the blood of Jesus cleanses and does not contain our sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, let me feel you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You want to stand up and march. I am the commander in chief right now. Yes. So if, if I say hallelujah again and you don't respond, you will stand up and march for two minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus Christ says that uh, in the book of uh, you know Matthew chapter 26, the verse number 28, he says that this is the blood of the new covenant, which is shed for all for the remission of sins. For the cleansing of sins. And when we talk about remission, say a person, remission, I get purchased, I said, I love the amplified version. The amplified version puts it that for the forgiveness of sins. So the blood of Jesus, you know, forgives us through the blood. We are forgiven of all our sins that we commit or we have committed even as believers hallelujah Amen. so the blood of jesus as we have been made to understand that when you drink the blood and you have gone to sin and you have gone to do some evil sicknesses will come upon you and you will die and all kinds of things i want to announce to you that listen god is not an unjust or an unwise businessman. He's not an unwise businessman to come and share his blood on the cross for that same blood that he used to redeem you and I to even destroy us. Who he came to redeem? He is not an unwise 
make profit even out of it. Yes. So the blood of Jesus is not for condemnation. It is for redemption and forgiveness even of our sins. And John chapter 3, the verse number 17, Jesus Christ said something. He said, for God did not send his son even into the world to come and condemn us.
them any progress. We are not telling you to go and sin yes. and to rejoice in your sin. Yes. But if you drink the blood from a good heart, the blood can bring you out. Amen. Even from that sin Amen. that you are battling with. Yes. That is what the blood does. Yes. And the blood again, you see, we see the word remission of sins. Re-admission. It's two words put together. So re-admission. It means that the blood of Jesus repositions us even on our original mission. Oh, yes. You see that? Our original mission was to serve the Lord. But Adam committed treason. He exchanged his right even to the devil. And for us to be, you know, positioned back on track, even to the Lord, there was a need that a blood be shed. So that the original mission that God has for you and I, even as human beings, we can be set even on track to follow that mission for our destinies and our lives. And that is what I am saying that the blood of Jesus does. It doesn't matter the sin that you have committed which has caused you to move from the path of God. When you partake in the blood of Jesus, it repositions you even on the right track that you are supposed to walk. If sin of lust is preventing you as a man of God from doing the work of God and you have been deviated from your original mission, when you begin to partake in the precious blood, it repositions you even in that mission for you to walk with the Lord. That is what the blood does. The third one is that the blood of Jesus gives you a my life. It gives us life. The blood gives us life. So we see in the book of John chapter 6, the verse number 54, Jesus Christ said, anybody who drinks my blood and partakes in my body, that person has life. That person has life. And even in the verse 56, he went on to say that anybody who partakes in my blood and even, you know, eats my flesh, he says that that person abides in me and I in him. It means that you no longer live that life that you are living. It is not your life any longer. Yes. It is a supernatural life Jesus. that you begin to live. Yes. The life of Jesus Christ is infused into your spirit. The life of Jesus Christ is infused into your blood. You see, those of you who drive, you see, when you go to uh, uh, do maintenance and you have to change oil, they bring everything out of the car and then they fill it with a different oil. So the car begins to run even with that oil that has been placed even in the engine. And the engine cannot mess up. It will not break down whatsoever. That is the same way that the life of Christ that abides in us even through his blood. You see, when we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and we came into him, that blood, that natural blood that was inside of you and I, it was drained from us. And so when we begin to partake in the precious blood of Jesus, a new blood, that is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
is placed into our bloodstreams. And that is why Jesus Christ says that that person has life and living eternal life. And John chapter 1 verse 12, he says that as many as received him, they have become even the sons of the Lord. Sons who are not born of flesh or blood. Not born according to the will. So if we are not born according to the will of human nature, it means that a different blood has been placed inside of you and I. And that blood that has been positioned inside of you and I, it is a blood that cannot attract sicknesses. It is a blood that cannot attract infirmity. It is a blood that cannot attract pain. It is a blood that cannot live the way this earthly body lives. It is a blood that is devoid. It is a blood that is free. Even from the circumstances of this world, that is the kind of blood that we have received. So anytime we drink the precious blood, even of Jesus, he says that do this in remembrance of me. There is a need that we do this as often as we can. Because as we move on in life, our engine oil will be getting. And there is a need for a new refill. So when your engine oil has become dirty, that is when we begin to become carnal and we begin to mess up. But when we subscribe to the blood of Jesus, Jesus. and a new blood is positioned in us, yes. sicknesses are no longer living over us. Diabetes can no longer live over us. Arthritis can no longer live over us. Asthma can no longer live in the soil. Stomach ulcer can no longer live in the us. Paralysis can no longer live in the body. Because the blood has been changed. That is why you cannot have high blood pressure when you are drinking the blood. You cannot. When you change your oil, that is the blood. The nature of Christ is deposited inside of us. And the life of Christ, he said, you abide in me and I abide in you. Christ cannot die before his time. So when you take your oil, your eating cannot break down. Yes. Even before it's time. You cannot die before your time. Because your eating oil, that is the blood, has been changed. Hallelujah. The last one that I will talk about is that the blood of Jesus Christ joins us even with the Lord. It makes us become one with the Lord. It makes us become one with the Lord. We are joined and go as even with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. That is what the blood of Jesus does for you and I as individuals. So the Bible says in the book of John chapter 9, 19, the verse number 34, the Bible says that, and the soldier, one of the soldiers, pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water began to come out. It began to come out, even from the Lord. Blood and water 
You and I know that in the beginning, in the garden, where did the Lord pick it from? From the side of man. The Bible says that he placed a deep seed asleep, even on man, and he took his rape. Why is your rape? It is on your side. That is where woman came from. And when woman came from the red side, when the man saw him, he says that this is the bone of my bone. This is the flesh of my flesh. And the Lord said that even for this reason, a man will leave his mother, he will leave his father, and he will become one, even with his husband. They will become one. How is the blood of Jesus making you and I one? When his side was pierced, Jesus Christ knew, the Lord knew, that we have committed harrow tree. We have mingled with certain things. And because of the sins that we committed, we were joined with the devil. We have mingled with certain things. And some spirits have married us. God was aware that the time is going to come. His people are going to go through the thing that people call spiritual marriage. But Jesus Christ said that because my sign was pierced, I knew you has been moved even from my rape, from my side. So right now, you are now my wife and I am now your husband. And that is how come we are the bride, even of the Lord. And when the time comes, the bride will rise up and we will meet our bridegroom. The Bible said that when the virgins the master. The Bible says that when the bridegroom came, the bridegroom, who is he married to? He's married to the church. He's married to you and I. Jesus is your beloved. Jesus is our husband. So we are married to Jesus. Maybe how you want to put it, Jesus is a mafroder. The man or woman. Jesus is married to man. He is married to woman. Yes. He is married to his church. And the church is you and I. So when his son was pierced, a new you and a new marriage, even was formed. And that marriage, Jesus Christ, being a wise businessman, and knowing that, listen, and knowing that when you are going to marry somebody, there is a need that you pay a bride price. In the book of 1 Corinthians 6, the verse number 20, it says that for you have been redeemed. You have been bought with a price, which is the blood.
speak. You must go to speak. When the enemy wants to afflict you, that is why you have got to speak. Because in Revelation chapter 12, the verse number 11, he says that and they overcame him. That is the devil.
That is what the Lord Jesus Christ came to do. So that you and I will be saved. This morning I want you to look into your heart. And commune with the Lord. The Lord has redeemed you and I. Therefore we declare even today. That we are enjoying all the benefits. That comes with the precious blood of Jesus. Enough of the bad dreams. As we partake in the blood. In the name of Jesus. You want to lift up your voice. And begin to bless the name of the Lord. Even for the blood that was shed on the cross for you and I. Lift up your voice and begin to bless him for the blood. Begin to bless him for the blood. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Head on over to your email and email ajimansakwadiakwami at gmail.com.